0: Welcome to the Glowing Health Show. I'm your host, Chayla, nutritionist and gut health specialist. I help you and your gut have a better relationship with food so you can ditch the bloating and digestive issues for good. Each week on my podcast, I'll be sharing information and inspiration on all things health, mindset, and personal growth. Get ready to up-level your health, ditch your symptoms, and glow from the inside out. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. So, today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about mistakes. So, as someone that has been on her own gut health journey and had many different digestive issues, I can I can safely say that I have made a mistake or, or two in my time, um, and as a practitioner and someone that sees clients regularly, you know I have heard a lot of different women um, come to me and say you know all of the things that they have tried and all of the things that didn't work. So you know mistakes are really important when it comes to your gut health journey because they can sometimes be the difference between. Um, you know, you finding success in what works for you earlier, or you just taking a longer route um, to figure out your gut health issues. And, you know, of course we can look at mistakes as, as lessons, but at the end of the day, you know, if you can save yourself time, money, and mental and emotional energy um, in finding the right things rather than making a few of these mistakes, then, hey, why not, right? So although there are many different mistakes in each of our own health journeys, and we all need different things, I'm going to talk about four of the common mistakes that I see women making, um, and that definitely, hopefully, can help you if you might be doing these things or to consider these things um, while you're on your gut health journey. Okay, so the number one mistake that I see women making on their gut health journey is eating too much fiber too quickly. Um, Don't get me wrong. Fiber is incredibly important for your gut health. We need fiber. Fiber feeds our healthy gut bacteria. And the more fiber that we eat, the more diverse fibers that we eat, increase the healthy gut bacteria in a microbiome and therefore um, give you a healthy gut. The issue is, If we aren't used to eating that much fiber and we suddenly start adding a whole bunch of fiber into our diet, we start to get really uncomfortable symptoms. Symptoms like bloating, symptoms like constipation. You know, you're not gonna feel good when you eat those foods. So the natural instinct when people start eating more fiber and they start to experience those symptoms is they stop eating fiber rich foods. They're like, oh, nope, my body doesn't like it. Um, I'm getting all of these uncomfortable symptoms. I guess, you know, fiber is just not for me. Maybe I'll go on a low fiber diet. I'm having too many reactions. And the issue with this is that it's not the fiber's fault. Um, It's your body that is not used to intaking that much fiber. The average North American eats about 7 to 14 grams of fiber a day. And what the average woman should be eating is about 30 to 35 grams of fiber a day. So most people are getting less than half of their daily fiber goal needs. This lack of fiber in our diets is what's creating an epidemic of health issues because our gut health is related to so many health issues. It's connected to autoimmune diseases. It's connected to stress, anxiety, depression. It's connected to skin issues. It's connected to even cancers. So we really need to focus on looking after our gut health. And the first step that we can do that with is by fiber. But we really need to focus on introducing the right fiber at the right time in the right amount. And that really is. Different for everybody. But if you are someone that struggles with eating fiber and you know you struggle with bloating and constipation when you eat different fibers, this doesn't mean that you should eliminate fibers from your diet. This doesn't mean that at all. Um, It just means that your gut is not used to the fiber that you're eating and you need to figure out ways to add it to your diet that it's not going to create these issues. Um, You know, many of the clients that come to me struggle with including foods in their diet because their gut is. Um, so unhealthy that they react to so many different foods you know, when I had a client that came to me, they could only eat five different foods. That's not a lot of foods. Um, and the, the more unhealthy and the more damaged our gut, it's just we're gonna react to more things. So um, unfortunately, many of those foods that we react to are fiber-rich foods. And when we remove those foods, we do feel better. But that isn't saying that those foods are the issue. It's our gut that's actually the issue. And by keeping those foods out of our diet, we're actually damaging our gut further because the longer we leave those foods out of our diet, the the more our healthy gut bacteria die um, the less diverse our gut bacteria become um, and of course that leads to poor gut health so if you're struggling with eating these foods um, the best advice I could give you is to add in fiber rich foods very slowly Um, I always recommend again it's very unique to everybody but try for about five extra grams of fiber uh, a week just five just start out really slow Um, if you react to that add in less than that. If you're okay with that, then you can increase it. Um, It's really about listening to your body and your gut because we are all unique. You go at your own pace, but do it very slowly. And if you do it slowly and you do it carefully, you are less likely to have reactions and your gut will start to naturally repopulate um, without those issues. Okay. So the second mistake that I see people make a lot when they're trying to improve their gut health is they focus on supplements. I understand that we live in a pill-centric world, I do. We go to the doctor, we get a prescription, we take a pill. Um, We're really trying to cover whatever symptom we're having with a quick and easy fix. But the thing with our gut is, there is no quick and easy fix, there just isn't. We really need to repopulate and rebuild our gut health and that's going to include food first. Um, You can take all the pills you want it is not, you can't outpill a bad diet. It's just the truth. I've worked in supplements for over eight years. Um, you know, even before I became a nutritionist, I work in the supplement industry. And, you know, I have seen every supplement out there. If, if you know, talking in North America, <laughs> um, I've seen them all. I've read the ingredients. I know um, how they work. I've seen the studies. I, I, I have a really good understanding and knowledge of supplements. And I'm telling you that there is no supplement out there that can fix your gut health without adding in the food and the nutrition part of it there just isn't there are supplements that can support your gut health and your gut health journey along the way of course there are but you never want to start with those and the other thing with supplements is you want to be really individual you don't want to just throw pills at your problems because that's a waste of money it's a waste of your time and in some cases it can make things worse Um, when you're supplementing and you're adding in um supplements and herbs and all those things, you want to do it very strategically and you want to do it with guidance. Um, you know, if you are struggling with gut health issues, that can mean so many different things. Um, the first thing you want to do is test. Um, that's what I do with my clients. I always test first. So I want to look is there candida overgrowth? Are there parasites? Um, What are your healthy and unhealthy gut bacteria levels? Is there a possibility of inflammation um, and leaky gut? You want to check those things because once you're like, okay, you know, we're dealing with these issues, then we can give you a structured supplement protocol um, and attack those individual issues rather than just kind of guessing and throwing a whole bunch of supplements at the issue. That's not going to help. So when it comes to supplements, you know, always look at food first, because we need food, we need fiber, we need fiber-rich foods, we need antioxidants, we need vitamins and minerals, we're getting all those from food first. So focus on your food, and once you've got that in line, and once you're like, yep, I got that down to a science, I'm eating in a way that is good for my body, Um, my body is happy, then you can always add supplements in. But do it with someone that knows what they're doing. Um, you know, just because someone else has had a, a great result from taking this one supplement doesn't mean you will. Just because you know someone on Facebook had a great you know, results from a supplement doesn't mean you will. Even though our, our symptoms can be similar, it doesn't mean that we're struggling with the same issues. The symptom isn't the issue, it's the underlying root cause that is the issue. You know, many people can have different underlying root causes, but have the same symptoms. So that's why supplements are just not a one size fits all. So save yourself the money and the time and just become very good at uh, figuring out your diet and then add in the supplements and do it in a strategic way uh, with someone that can tailor the supplements to you. Trust me, it will save you a lot of money. I say that as someone that spent A lot of money on supplements. Um, Even though I worked in the supplement industry before that, um, when I first was experiencing digestive and gut health issues, I went to a naturopath. Um, The naturopath gave me a standard elimination diet and gave me three hundred dollars worth of supplements. Um, They didn't help me. They didn't help me at all. And over the years, I started taking more supplements based on recommendations from people. Um, You know, things I read on the internet, influencers, my next door neighbor. You know, who whatever worked, I was like, yes. I just need an answer. I just need something. And, um, I waste a lot of time and money and I constantly see that with clients and women in my community. And it makes me so sad because I know that they want the answer. They just want that one thing that's going to help them. And unfortunately there just isn't one thing. And, um, yeah, trust me when I say, I know that I've worked in, supplement industry and there is no one pill that can fix any problems so they can supplements can definitely be part of an overall supportive protocol but there's so many other factors that need to be um, put into place before you add those in the third mistake that i see people make when trying to improve their gut health is adding in a fiber supplement into their diet so fiber supplements I've used very rarely with clients. Um, it's usually because they're they're not able to eat enough fiber-rich fruits and vegetables for a certain period of time. They're struggling with certain health issues. Um, they're on certain medications. There's Um, very strict parameters for that. I always focus on diet first for a few reasons. First off, taking a fiber supplement only adds about five to seven extra grams of fiber to your day. And if you are someone that doesn't eat a lot of fiber, that's really not going to cut it. Secondly, we're not just trying to add fiber to our diet. It's not just hitting that 30 to 35 grams of fiber goal a day. We also want to add in biodiversity. Um, So, in our gut, we have, you know, trillions of of gut bacteria. And of course we want to contribute to our healthy gut bacteria, but we also have three to 500 different kinds of gut bacteria. And the idea is we want to eat a diverse um, amount of plant foods so that we can continue to feed the diversity of the different healthy gut bacteria. If we just eat the same fruits, vegetables, Fiber-rich foods every single day that limits our healthy gut bacteria, um, and that means that all the other diverse number of healthy gut bacteria die off because they're not getting enough food. It's the same when we eat fiber supplements. You know, it's only getting our fiber um, content up; it's not feeding all of these different kind of gut bacteria. So it's kind of doing us a disservice. The other thing is, you have to remember that when you eat fiber-rich foods, yes, you're eating fiber in your foods, but there's so many other things in those foods. If you're eating um, healthy foods, you're getting antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, nutrients that your body needs. Fiber supplements don't have that. They don't. Um, Usually people take fiber supplements because, you know, they take Metamucil because they Here, it helps with constipation when, trust me, my doctor recommended uh, Metamucil when I was struggling with IBS. Um, And so I get that, but ultimately it's not going to solve your problems. Um, Usually fiber supplements like Metamucil, you know, do temporarily help people go to the bathroom if they're chronically constipated because they're not eating enough fiber, they're not drinking enough water, whatever it may be, but it isn't a long-term solution. It is a quick fix solution. Um, and the other thing with uh, with fiber supplements is unless you're getting a healthy fiber supplement, like just plain psyllium husk um, or a clear fiber, in Metamucil, for instance, Metamucil has added sugar. Um, it has color. It has preservatives. There are other stuff in fiber supplements that really shouldn't be anywhere near your gut. So um, it Being mindful of that is really important. If you are someone that relies on fiber supplements, which there's nothing wrong with that, many of my clients, when I first start seeing them, have been in the same boat, that's okay. We just really want to be mindful of what kind of fiber supplement we're taking and then question if we really need it. Instead of taking this fiber supplement, can I add in, you know, some chia seeds instead? Chia seeds are, you know, nutrient-dense. You get the same amount of fiber in, you know, chia seeds as you would in a fiber supplement, but they also have healthy fats, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. Um, And they're also a mucilaginous food, which means they're going to help with constipation they're going to help with coating your intestine to you know help you go to the bathroom so there's benefits to adding in certain foods into your diet instead of the fiber supplement so if you're someone that's taking a fiber supplement think about that if you really really need it or you can replace that fiber supplement with something else instead so my fourth and final mistake that i see people make when trying to improve their gut health is focusing on the wrong type of fermented foods so If you don't know what fermented foods are, essentially fermented foods contain healthy bacteria, which when you eat them, um, repopulate your gut. They are essentially a probiotic, um, but in food form. Some people prefer to take a probiotic capsule. I always recommend that if you are someone that is struggling with certain symptoms or health issues that you always talk to a professional um, that knows your, understands your health issues um, so that you can get a certain kind of probiotic because there are different strains there are different strengths and taking the wrong one you can either waste your money or make your symptoms worse so um, getting really specific about your own personal needs is important and the easy way to avoid all that is to eat fermented foods there's not as much probiotic rich um, bacteria in fermented foods as a probiotic capsule but they are i mean food is always the best place to start And there are a bunch of different kinds of fermented foods on the market, and a couple of them are not as healthy for a large portion of the population, which is why I'm going to talk about those today. So the first one is dairy-based yogurts and kefir. So um, dairy is very inflammatory for many people. There are many studies that show this. Um, But the big reason that dairy is not beneficial is because the dairy that we buy in store is pasteurized. And what happens when we pasteurize dairy is we heat it to a very high temperature, which kills the natural enzymes in dairy. Um, And those enzymes are required in order for our body to be able to break down dairy properly, Um, which means that when we eat it, we can't break it down properly and we can get um, kind of lactose intolerant symptoms. So bloating and nausea and diarrhea and, um, our body just can't handle it. And this isn't really going to be helpful. Um, so when we can't break down food, it causes inflammation. It causes issues. So when we're eating healthy foods that we think are going to repopulate our gut, um, and they're doing the opposite, it's really not beneficial from our body. Um, I, like I said, many studies show that dairy is inflammatory. Um, even here in Canada, which is where I live, they have removed dairy as a healthy part, um, of your daily diet from the Canadian food guide. Um, they, removed it completely because they understood that so many people of the population were having dairy allergies, lactose intolerance, and weren't able to consume dairy in a healthy way. So they're like, we're no longer going to recommend it as part of a healthy diet. Um, so now they recommend dairy alternatives, which are very readily available. Um, uh, coconut kefir, coconut yogurt, almond yogurt, um, are, you know, there's many different kinds of, uh, plant-based yogurts out there that can be very helpful. It's also really easy to make plant-based yogurts. Uh, for instance, for coconut yogurt, all you need is a can of coconut milk and, One probiotic capsule that's all you need to make your own coconut yogurt at home Um, so it's very simple very easy and it's a lot more cost effective if you think about it so um, anti-inflammatory and cost-effective those are great reasons to make your own plant-based yogurts at home but if you're someone that eats yogurt and kefir dairy-based um you know for its health benefits Just be mindful that it's probably not doing your body much good um, and reconsider to maybe swap over to plant-based to reap more of the benefits for your gut health. The second fermented food that I try to not recommend to people is kombucha. I know this one's a shocker for so many people because kombucha has become incredibly popular um, as like a healthy alternative drink. Um, And yes, it is a fermented a fermented food or fermented drink. But the issue is it has a lot of sugar. It has a lot of sugar. Um, And usually when people are struggling with gut health issues, sugar is not your friend. Um, Sugar feeds unhealthy gut bacteria. So when you're trying to repopulate your healthy gut bacteria while also adding sugar in, It's like you're kind of not really helping the situation, Um, especially people that have imbalances in their gut microbiome. A lot of people have candida issues. Um, Candida issues come in a variety of different symptoms, but a lot of people are struggling with some yeast overgrowth and um, feeding them with sugar means they grow more. So adding in sugar to the diet, not a great idea. Um, Yes, of course, kombucha has healthy bacteria, but it also has a lot of sugar. So keep that in mind. Um, Instead of adding in kombucha or dairy-based yogurts, add in things like sauerkraut, like kimchi. So those are fermented cabbage. Um, Natto, which is a fermented um, soy-based Japanese food. There are many different kind of fermented things on the market that you can eat that is going to be much more healthy for your gut that's going to give you healthier bacteria without any possible inflammation or any possible feeding of the unhealthy gap bacteria or candida in your gut. So those are my four mistakes to try to avoid. So I'm just going to run through them really quickly again. So the first one is to not overload your your gut with too much fiber at once. If you are someone that doesn't eat a lot of fiber, just add it in very slowly to minimize um, any symptoms that you might have. Because I know they can be very discouraging for people and sometimes, you know, they scrap fiber-rich foods altogether. So just add fiber in very slowly at your own pace and monitor how your symptoms are feeling. The second one is don't focus on supplements. Always focus on food first. Um, Yes, there are supplements that can help support your gut health and your gut healing, but those are going to be very specific to your own individual needs, and they're going to be added on secondary to support um, the diet that you're you're using in order to um, heal your gut. The third one is to um, reconsider taking your fiber supplement because there are foods that you can add in instead of your fiber supplement that are going to be much more beneficial for your gut. Fiber supplements are used in very rare cases um, and usually, you know, like I said, I don't really use them for many clients unless there's certain issues that they cannot consume fiber rich foods or they're on certain medications or have health issues. Um you can just do so much more with food because food has, you know, not only fiber, but it has vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and so many other wonderful things that are going to help your gut health in general. And the fourth and final, um, mistake that I, I usually see is people eating the wrong type of fermented foods. So We want to swap out the inflammatory dairy-based yogurts and kefir um, and swap out kombucha, which has a lot of sugar that can feed unhealthy gut bacteria and candida, and add in those healthy fermented foods like um, sauerkraut and kimchi and natto. So we really want to focus on the health benefits of those fermented foods. So that is it. If you have any questions about this, please feel free to reach out. You can find me over on Instagram at at nutritionistchayla. Send me a message. You can ask me questions or just pop over and say hi. I'd love to talk to you. Also, if you are currently working on your gut and digestive health, I have an amazing free healthy gut guide. You can find it over on my website at glowingguthealth.com forward slash free guide. It has great tips and some delicious gut-friendly recipes and other than that thank you so much for listening and being here I really appreciate it and I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon